0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, the Steelers are getting ready to take on the Detroit Lions, the winless Detroit Lions, but it's a team that you do not take lightly. You can't take any, any NFL team lightly these days. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You know me as bad. You know me as the podcast producer, and I'm glad to be here once again. And thank you so much to everybody, whether you check us out on youtube or if you check us out on the website or if you're checking us out on any of the podcast platforms that you download your most favorite podcast thank you for making us one of them it means so much to us we cannot do this stuff without you and remember if you're just stumbling on these shows for the first time ever check us out we've got 25 original shows every single week the website is fantastic breaking news you see most of the stuff there first so that's absolutely extraordinary. Thank you. We appreciate all that you do for us. And we want to keep on being fans and keep on keeping on getting you the best contest. The contest? The, we have contests from time to time. But the best content possible. So really glad to have you here and thanks so much. So here's the deal. And we do this every single week. We even do this in the offseason now. BTSC is going to continue the recap of the past week's events, especially the Steelers escaping the Bears. And we want to do this for our readers and listeners. But what happened is the powers that be said, hey, we need to go ahead and put this on every week. And we got to find a writer and podcaster to do it. And they made the mistake of finding the one narcissistic podcaster slash writer to put his bizarre spin on it. And that was me. So let's all take a look at a bad week in the Berg together. Monday eleven eight. 8 bottom line. Come on, the Steelers won the game. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how the soup is made, how the cake is made, how the margarita is made, just how good it tastes and fills the souls is what counts. Did the Steelers get help from the referees with some bad calls? Yes. Did calls go against them in the Monday night football game against Chicago, or was it one-sided? Yes, they got calls. No, it was not one-sided. Can we count the number of games in 2021 on one hand where the Steelers were battling the officials and the opponents? No. Hello, Green Bay offsides call on the block field goal. The Steelers are five and three, and they will take it. And the most disrespected coach in the NFL just happened to pass Bill Cower with his 150th win. So congratulations to Coach Michael Pettaway Tomlin for becoming the 20th head coach in NFL history to reach the magic number of 150. He is ranked 20th and climbing. Let's check out Tuesday, eleven nine. 9 This isn't good. Ask Jack Lambert about toes is all I've got to say. It was tweeted out that Mike Tomlin says that Chase Claypool was getting an MRI on a toe injury. Do not know the extent of it right now, but that's not very good news. And we know the extent of it now, but on Tuesday, we did not. On Wednesday, 11 to 10, 11 to 10, My gosh, I'm losing my mind. On Wednesday, eleven ten, 10, Ian Rappaport tweeted this out. Some relatively good news for Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool. His toe injury is not considered season ending. There was some fear of that originally, but he's now considered week-to-week. Source said, may miss some time, but will be back. Week-to-week means that don't expect number 11 back anytime soon, but it's still good news until you realize that Ian Rappaport's source reported this. Hell, his source could be in traction right now. And nobody would know. No, I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. I don't even know if this source exists. I think it's somebody that Ian Rappaport just makes up. But look, Chase Claypool, I mean, things could be so much worse. He'll be back this season, it looks like. But toe injuries, like I said, just ask Jack Lambert. Let's go to Thursday 11-11. It was Veterans Day, and BTSC would be remiss if they did not take the opportunity to thank all of the veterans that made our freedom possible to give us the freedom to debate about silly things like the Steelers possible and give us the freedom that we enjoy every day, even though some of us don't appreciate it and realize how important it actually is. Also on Thursday, 11, 11, adding a young linebacker to the practice squad. Okay, cool. Realizing that said linebacker has two sacks in 2021 in the regular season. Nice. The thought of Yenzer's pronouncing the name Jacob Tuiati Marinera, Priceless. I think I just messed it up. I, I think it's uh, not like Seattle Mariner. It's Marinair. It's something like that. So, yeah, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We have some sources at BTSC from the falcoholics the the falcons btsc page and they said they were shocked that this guy was let go he's thought of favorably a good locker room guy so looks like the steelers might have got a really good one in jtm all right that's the good news here's the bad news from Thursday 11/11 11, 11. that's November 11th 2021 and whoo This isn't pretty. The injury report in hell is probably more favorable than the one released on Thursday, my friends. All I've got to say is YIKES with all caps and a lot of exclamation points in there as well. Let's just hope that this is a rest day for some of these players after a Monday night football game that went late. Or let's hope it's one giant typo, but I don't think that's really possible. Wednesdays wasn't as bad, but Thursdays included Ben Roethlisberger, Chase Claypool as well, as a did-not-participate. Second day in a row for both of those guys. Then, you had some guys added to the list that, well, downright scary, and two of them are rookies that are very valuable to this team as starters. Najee Harris and Kendrick Green, they had limited practice. Robert Spillane. Also had limited participation with an ankle. Eric Ebron, this is the good news, full participation for both Ebron and Isaiah Bugs, who uh, had been eliminated in the past, and then Cam Hayward went from full participation to limited participation with an ankle. Pretty significant names. Man, that's got to get right. And it just, just has to before they play. I don't care if they're winless. Before they play the Lions, You need to get guys together. All right, this next news made my night. Look, we had to hear this all week long that the officials threw the game in favor of the Steelers, blah, 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 blah. The Ravens egregiously got the same treatment and managed to lose despite a plethora of ridiculous calls going against home team Miami in the 22-10 loss. I saw a meme out there that had a dolphin changing, uh, chasing a terrified um, swimmer, and it was just labeled the Ravens. And that's really sweet to me. It looked like that the refs were trying to give that game to Baltimore, but the Dolphins did the old stone-cooled Steve Austin and said, uh-uh, and wouldn't let them do it, and they, they really pulled it off. So that is absolutely great news. Friday, 11-12. All right. This is quite possibly the stupidest series of takes in 210... Actually, two minutes and ten seconds. And it's also the most ridiculous fan tantrum of all time, maybe. Look, I live in Maryland. I've witnessed bandwagon black and purple clad fans that wouldn't know a football from a foosball. But they seem to be rabid about their rat birds. They have never come close to being this dense, though. It makes me want to hug a member of Bill's Mafia who I abhor and buy them an Arby's Beef beef and Cheddar. Note, the Ravens fan that posted this on Twitter, at Ravens Realist, is not the fan in the video, and they are just as disgusted with this idiotic rant that everybody else is. In fact, they hate having this this kid in... uh, what do they call them? Ravens Nation, Ratbird Nation? I don't know. Um, so this guy, Ravens Realist, said, went on TikTok to cheer myself up from the loss, but then his stream popped up on me for your page. At least I'm not throwing a tantrum like We Hooping. So, We Hooping, oh my gosh, and you can check it out in the article that is attached to uh, to the week that was here. This kid. Pulled out a Dolphins, wearing all, this guy was wearing all Ravens. Pulled out a Dolphins Minka Fitzpatrick jersey, tried to rip it, couldn't come close, looked absolutely ridiculous, mentioned that, um, that Minka sucks and that's why they, they uh, cut him, which is not true, and continue to say other untrue things. Um, it was just absolutely ridiculous. It was a tantrum. If he was my kid, I'd be like, "Dude, I'm taking your electronics away from you. You are the most ridiculous." <laughs> I mean, this is unfounded. If you're gonna spout off and have a tantrum, be right, man. Be right, but go ahead and check this out. It's actually, it's actually absolutely hilarious, man. This kid. I, I guess it was on TikTok. We hooping. I mean, yeah, give him some views. Because they're not the kind of views that you're going to, like, hang your hat on and tell your friends about. Because this guy is a, uh, my gosh, he is ill-informed. He even went as far to say that it does not matter. The Ravens are a playoff team and they weren't even trying to win. And he doesn't even know why the Dolphins were trying as hard as they could. My gosh, the future's not so bright that you got to wear shades for this kid. And this, this is the kind of fan and kid that makes me realize that Whitney Houston lied to us all, or maybe George Benson did. I think George Benson did it at first in The Greatest Love of All when they said, I believe the children are our future. But if this is our future, God help me. I think I'm switching to soccer. All right, let's throw this out. Brick Pryor had a tweet. And thanks, Brooke, for adding to the hysteria with this presumptive tweet that Najee must not be available to play this week. Or maybe that's maybe it's just how I'm reading it. I don't know. But Kevin Dotson says everything's going to be good. So there's that. For what it's worth, they ended up being right. The final injury report came out and only Chase is confirmed out. And Najee is expected to play. Also, for what it's worth, I learned what F-W-I-W means after 20 minutes of looking it up, I must officially be over the hill now because I did not know that F-W-I-W meant for what it's worth. I would rather, and I wrote it out in the article, I wrote it out twice, for what it's worth. I don't need F-W-I-W to get my point across. But Brooks' tweet was, No Fridays with Najee highlights today. He's on the schedule every Friday, but the Steelers didn't make him available today. Oh no, oh my God, everyone's freaking out now. He was on the injury report yesterday as a limited participant with a foot injury. F-W-I-W, there it is. O-L, not offensive lineman, O-L. Kevin Dotson said he thinks he'll play Sunday. You've got more characters, Brooke. you can use them. Please, use them. All right, there you go. That was the significant week that was for the Steelers. Mixed in with my black and gold loving life. And, you know, I gotta throw this in. I did not uh, put this on, but right before we started recording, found out that on Saturday, Cassius Marsh was fined five thousand dollars for the taunting penalty. So apparently, more people thought it was taunting afterwards, and maybe the Steelers just didn't uh, be gifted that game as well. I I don't know, but here all I'm going to say is next week's going to be full of Steeler happenings. So we'll have to do this again. Have a great week, but better yet, have a bad one. All right. We'll talk to you later. My friends go steal